Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 187, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone, good afternoon, and well, how is your Tuesday going? Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now, it's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. Well, you know what they say Dave, Tuesday Moose Day. Oh really, they do? Well, I have to say, I don't really know what that means Marvin. Oh, that's okay Dave, it's a cow thing. Well, fair enough. So Marvin, what have you been up to? Oh, well, I was playing with Hector. He made me so mad, Dave. You know, we were playing Moonopoly. Oh, Moonopoly? Yeah, Dave, it's this board game where you buy fields and build barns and farms and stuff. Ah, okay. So yeah, but I kept landing on his barns, and every time I did, he made this really annoying, sniggery laugh. Oh, I wanted to hoof him so bad. Oh dear, Marvin. Well, I hope you didn't. No, I didn't, Dave. Not this time. I just kind of accidentally flipped over the board. Hmm. Accidentally, huh? Yep. Accidentally. Okay, Dave, so, well, what are we hearing about today? More miracles? Well, actually, no. Not today, Marvin. Not a miracle. uh, Just something else that Jesus did in Jerusalem. Oh, okay. Well, you know, whoever's reading for us, I'm going to have some hay while we listen. Oh, I see. Well, did you bring some with you? Well, no, Dave, but... Oh. Oh, wait. Oh, it's rosy today, isn't it, Dave? Yeah, I'm afraid so, Marvin. Oh, well, hi, Rosie. Hello, everyone. Today's reading comes from John, chapter 2, verses 13 to 25. It was almost time for the Jewish Passover feast, so Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple courtyard, he found people selling cattle, sheep and doves. Others were sitting at tables exchanging money, so Jesus made a whip out of ropes He chased all the sheep and cattle from the temple courtyard. He scattered the coins of the people exchanging money, and he turned over their tables. He told those who were selling doves, Get these out of here. Stop turning my father's house into a market. His disciples remembered what had been written. It says, My great love for your house will destroy me. Then the Jewish leaders asked him, What sign can you show us to prove your authority to do this? Jesus answered them, When you destroy this temple, I will raise it up again in three days. They replied, It has taken 46 years to build this temple. Are you going to raise it up in three days? But the temple Jesus had spoken about was his body. His disciples later remembered what he had said. That was after he had been raised from the dead. Then they believed the scripture. They also believed the words that Jesus had spoken. Meanwhile, he was in Jerusalem at the Passover feast. Many people saw the signs he was doing, and they believed in his name. But Jesus did not fully trust them. He knew what people are like. He didn't need anyone to tell him what people are like. He already knew why people do what they do. Thanks, Rosie. Oh, Dave. Jesus got mad like I did. He flipped over tables and he was going to hoof some people with a whip. Hmm. You know... Dave, that doesn't seem like very Jesus-y behaviour. Well, no, Marvin, hang on. Now, when you got angry, you lost your temper. Hector annoyed you, you got angry because you were losing the game. Now, now, that's not the same as what we just heard Rosie reading. Oh, it's not? 
No, Marvin, it's not. You see, Marvin, when we get angry and lose our temper, well, we kind of lose control. We're not thinking straight. We say and do crazy things that later on we think, oh man, I wish I hadn't done that. I just lost my temper. Oh yeah, that's true. You see, Jesus was angry, but he was in complete control. He was doing exactly what he wanted to do. He was putting right something that was very wrong. He was fixing a very bad situation, and so he did exactly what he needed to do. Okay, yeah. Well, Dave, what was that situation? What was going on? Ah, well, here comes a professor to help with that one. It's Professor Westminster. 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 Summer, springtime, it's Professor Westminster. There's someone you can always pull. So, Professor, Marvin was wondering why Jesus, well, kicked those people out of the temple courts. Ah, okay, yeah. Well, Marvin, you see, when Jewish people traveled to Jerusalem to make these sacrifices, it wouldn't really make sense to bring their animals with them all that way. It was too far. So they might sell an animal at home and then travel to Jerusalem and buy an animal there to sacrifice. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Now, these aren't talking animals like me, right? Oh, no, no, these are the witless animals, Marvin. Okay, phew. Okay, now, this meant there was lots of buying and selling going on in Jerusalem. Also, if you came from far away and had a different kind of money, you would have to exchange it for the Jewish coins, yeah? Because only the Jewish coins could be given as an offering in the temple. Oh, okay. So yeah, you had people buying and selling the animals, and you had people exchanging money. Lot and lot of business. Now once, this would all have happened outside the temple in Jerusalem. But now, now the Jews had brought all this business. Lots of people making lots and lots of money. It was all happening inside God's house, in the outer courtyard of the temple. Oh, okay. Jesus didn't like that. Ah, no, he didn't. You see, the outer courtyards were where the non-Jewish people could go to worship God. They weren't allowed in the other parts of the temple. So the only part where the Gentiles could go to worship, well, the Jews had turned it into a marketplace. There was nowhere for the non-Jews, the Gentiles, to worship. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. No. And remember what we said, the Jews were supposed to be the light to the nations. They were supposed to point Gentiles to God, to invite them to worship the true God. But how could that happen with all these animals and money-changing stalls filling up the whole place? Okay, I see, yeah. So that was why Jesus was angry. Yeah. Yep, thanks, Professor. And yes, Marvin, being angry isn't a sin, but it depends what it is that makes us angry. Some things should make us angry. If we see injustice, someone being treated unfairly, then yep, that should make us angry. If we see someone being dishonest and cheating others, then yes, that should make us angry. Now, we shouldn't lose our temper, we shouldn't lose control, but anger in itself isn't bad. It's not sinful. Okay, I get it. So, Jesus was angry because he saw God's temple wasn't being treated right, and So yeah, he wanted to put things right. 
Yep, you've got it, Marvin. And then who shows up? Well, it's those Jewish leaders, and that would be the Sadducees and the Pharisees again. Oh, the snakes. Yep, that's them. Now, they're basically asking Jesus, who do you think you are coming in here to our temple and doing all of this? But, you know, Jesus knows what they're like. And when they demand a sign, some kind of miracle, well, remember what we said yesterday. Jesus isn't going to do miracles because someone else tells him to. And so he says something that might sound a bit strange. But he's dropping in a clue about his great rescue mission. He says when they tear down the temple, he will raise it up in three days. Now, they all thought he meant the big giant building in front of them. Yeah, but he meant his body, huh, Dave? That's right, Marvin. They would tear him down. But as we know, on the third day, Jesus would be raised to life. Okay, Dave, yeah. So Jesus really was in complete control of all this, huh? Yeah, he did not lose his temper like I did with Hector at all. Yep, that's right, Marvin. Maybe when we read this the first time, we might think we're seeing kind of a temper tantrum, but what we're really seeing is just how much Jesus cared about Gentiles being able to worship the one living and true God. And boys and girls, you maybe go to church every week and don't really think about it. It's just something that you do. But actually, what we do there is really special and really important. It was really important to Jesus, and it should be really important to us. We gather with our Christian brothers and sisters to meet with God in a very special way. So today, thank God that you're invited to come into his presence, the King of Kings. That's amazing. And this Sunday, well, instead of just turning up at church, as you walk in, think about what you're going there to do. To meet with the Almighty God. By his Spirit, he is there. Oh, wow. Yeah, Dave, that's pretty cool. It is. And Marvin, that is all we have time for today. So we will say goodbye and we will be back tomorrow. Oh yeah, with Benjamin. Okay, well, bye everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh.